I'm getting eaten by this mosquito. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask uh, that ties in great to my next question. What what are the struggles of building a career in music? And I segue. Oh god. Okay, wait, wait, how many wait, wait, how wait. many how many metaphorical mosquitoes have you had to <laughs> Beat up. Let, let, okay, let Nathan answer the, that first. I'll, I'll let you answer. You're the guest of honor. Again. Welcome to Randuchai. <laughs> where we have conversations about topics that we are interested in. um and recreate them from the conversations we would have in chai shops together today we have two guests with us nathan and brandon and we're going to talk about how to create or how to pursue a life of purpose how is the music scene in dubai like as an Dude, as it's an getting artist. so much better man it's getting so yeah. much better because you know what uh, uh me kasha and um tessin We went to see Jacob Collier perform in Berkeley Abu Dhabi. Okay? Yeah. So before the concert there were like these opening acts okay by previous uh, Berkeley students or students who are currently enrolled in the program. And man there are some people who have some amazing talent in this region. I was wow. shocked. Because firstly like before my my impression about Dubai and the music scene was like as uh, kind of pathetic. You know, it was pretty pessimistic but after like seeing these people perform and like you know going to more live events and stuff like that there are some people that are some mad talent mad mad talent like uh, mm-hmm. last week kasha showed us uh, like an ep of a student who's working at sae sorry uh, who's studying at sae because kasha works at sae and man like this, this, this yeah and this girl is like only like probably 16 or 17 years old but the production she did on a album was amazing amazing yeah Really 16 yeah 16 17 ish there are in india also there are a lot of a lot of african yeah dude it's 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 absurd how many talented people are here man hmm. yeah. just, i just keep finding new new people every day and i just feel like wow. why am i doing this <laughs> like you know like after looking at these people it, it motivates yeah. you but it demotivates you i don't understand yeah. that feeling Yeah, like, you know, you, uh, yeah. It's like being in a Jacob Collier concert. There's this drama I came across this few days back called uh, uh, JD Beck. Have you heard of him? Of he's, course. Uh, yeah, it's a kid. He's 16 years old. He's 16 years yeah. old. So young. Man, he Both plays like in the pocket so well. Wait, so I'm you like, wow. so you heard him live or something or you? No, no. You I was just on YouTube. Dude. I was oh, exploring okay. some music. and i was just like i, I was like fuck why have i come across these people like before it's crazy yeah yeah my talent it's uh, it's kind of so this dommy keys uh, you know she's like another person like she i google these people like it's like what's their background she went to music school and stuff you know she learned all her music theory you know and i think i don't know where she studied but I I believe it's Berkeley. I believe it's some like really hi-fi music college. So she studied everything and yeah. then she's just like doing all these riffs and stuff. My god. Man, it's too much. It comes so, so instinctually for them. She plays a solo 
with her with her right hand and she's soloing while she's playing the bass line and she's singing <laughs> wow. with his hand signature that's going on some random fucking yeah four by five seven eight I don't know fuck what rhythms going on and she's singing up to all of this while playing a killer ass lead and I'm like what the heck Yeah, that's 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 like, like, what are you asking? Man. It must, it must feel great though, like to be so plugged in and yeah. doing all that at that one point. I agree, man. That's the goal, right? Like, yeah, that's one of the goals. To have that connection, seamless. Yeah. Like so in sync, dude. So in sync. It just, it's so satisfying. It just, it's very wholesome, uh, that feeling of being 100%. so like, connected. yeah, in the zone. Yeah. I'm getting eaten by this mosquito. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask, uh, that ties in great to my next question. What, what are the struggles of building a career in music? <laughs> <laughs> a nice segue. Oh, God. How many, how, many, how many metaphorical mosquitoes have you had to... <laughs> beat up let, let, okay let Nathan answer the, that first I'll, I'll let you answer you're the guest of honor yeah no we're just have a bunch of friends having a conversation no 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 you're the guest of honor man. <laughs> and um, what what was the question my struggles right yeah so how, how have you felt about the struggles you may have had to face while building a career you know just uh, I think they were pain in the ass but they were absolutely necessary like mm. you know it, it like four years of actually almost nothing happening and just still stubbornly making music even though I'm getting bombarded from all angles about getting a real job and you know just doing this as a side hobby and I'm just like just I just was a stubborn ass dude I was a prick <laughs> I, like I just stayed on and I kept just doing music, music, music and now it's like finally this year, 2000, as of 2022, things have been like really looking positive like in, in a really good direction. So I like I, I'm not even and the, the most satisfying feeling is knowing that, you know, my folks finally look at this as like something that is stable and is doing, doing me well. Correct. Yes. It feels nice to have that weight. Yeah, it, it feels nice to have their support, right? Like, no, that's no, the only struggle. There's a lot so more to it. My question was more like, how did you have to convince your, you know, other people that you were good at what you were doing? You know, like, did you have moments of doubt? You know, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Always. Imposter syndrome is like always there. That's, yeah. that's real. Um, but, uh, I mean, sometimes, you know, like, I guess the most, the the biggest struggle was like making the music was a breeze too. It was always like a flow, but trying to make a career out of it by putting it out in marketing, marketing, man, that, that is fucking struggle. Like it's a huge, 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 huge fucking struggle for me. Because I'm not someone who, who can thrive on social media. I just can't do it. I just can't look at Instagram for so long. I find, I just don't, dabble with it and sometimes like me and Billa like have these little fights over who should post this thing and we're just doing because <laughs> we have to do it and just like you know it's something that we just have to do and we just I, I really just want to make music too that's it <laughs> and put it out there that's it. 
and all like and for people to hear it you need to be you need to have a social media presence you need to i don't know connect with them on a deeper level as if your music doesn't do that but supposed to do that you have to like you know <laughs> buy their buy their trust like you know else in some other ways by sending out competitions or giving them a free mic if they win this uh, quiz on you or some shit like that it's ridiculous man it's it's, it's <laughs> monkeys i don't know what just it's, it's it just annoys me and i hate the fact that that has to be done to be able to yeah. so that's another struggle yeah um, i agree you you're not just another yeah another struggle is trying to get better at the instruments too like mm. i supposed to be a guitar player but i still don't think i can play the guitar that well like i i, I don't know scales i don't know chords i don't know any of those things theory i'm like zelsh but somehow like you know like i think it's important when you're in a environment where you're jamming with other people especially when they say like hey hit that b minor 7 11 minus some shit <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> okay yeah. how did you learn guitar then if you didn't like completely learn like all the playing chords the songs like okay i learned playing with these guys a lot man john and nathan yeah. So you learn by like, ear. I learn by ear. Like everything's right. by ear. Like the first time I played your tap, the song was uh, Creed One Last Bed. I think. <laughs> yeah, and I your tap. I was so happy that I like. I'm like I can't. I don't have to learn guitar. I went for classes that's for a, a month, bro. And I that's a tough it. song to uh, learn by ear. I just stuck to that method of just doing things that way because I I the reason why I still stubbornly kind of stayed away from notes. was because i wanted to see what it would be like just to feel an idea or a chord come like not have to always structure it because you know that this f sharp might sound better after this c or whatever like not knowing that and just flowing with it is i i like the mystery of it also at the same that's, time yeah sort of thing that's pretty cool that's pretty cool because i come from a background where i learned all these things and that mm. is literally the first thing that comes into my head like i have these rules and structure in my head of what should be yeah. should not and work you know exactly and, and those structures i feel like you know i don't think they are Constrain. necessary no but i think now i can learn it since i learned this other way i think it's healthy to bring it in now like and and get some knowledge of that so i can use the best of both worlds and not bound to that method so Uh, that's a struggle man learning this theory i'm not geared towards it I'm not like it doesn't click with me as easy as like a lot of people God, but i don't think you need that. to do it anyways no man you need to like i mean especially when you're jamming with people sometimes when they tell you to play a certain chord i i mean i usually hear tab it and play the chord but i'll probably play a seven of it or like a sus mm-hmm. of it like something like that it would mm-hmm. be the exact chord it would just yeah. be the feeling associated with that chord mm-hmm. I, i thought guitarists um, would memorize the positions of every chord or something just memorize it oh, no. yeah i mean but i don't know what chords i'm playing i don't know the chords that i'm playing i'm just playing the chords because they make sense with the previous chord and the next song so you're chord. working just on a chord by chord basis relatively going like okay this sounds like this and No, not relatively, but also a general. Oh, I mean, I listen to the whole thing and see if it feels right as a whole piece. Also, oh. I mean, it's not just about what's next. So it's just a feeling. If it feels right, it's as simple as that. And that's what 
I think helps with making music. I think that's what keeps it yeah. interesting at least. Yeah, that's why. Like one of, the, I think that's a good way to write music, you know, because then you're not constrained by what things should sound like, what should come in this section, you know. Yeah. No rules should be applied. Yeah, and the moment you bring in these rules, the music starts that's sounding like, yeah, like something else you've heard in the radio. Like, it's like painting a picture. I mean, you get to just yeah. express yourself. Express, yeah. and then see like it's really exciting because sometimes when you're making something you don't know what you're making until you're done with it and that's yeah. like a really rewarding feeling it's really really rewarding when you make something like shit like i didn't know that this song was going to end up like this house the whole journey is what mattered it wasn't getting the sound to get done it was the whole journey struggles yeah that's a, there are more but then i wouldn't get it it'll take me forever it's too many struggles being a musician <laughs> doesn't it will be never ending So uh, I think uh, uh, Aaron Aaron had uh, sent me a question you know he was like can you ask Brandon this and it was about specifically how to promote yourself so th- I think we've covered a little bit about how to do I don't know. <laughs> how to promote myself you you did you just hear what I said everything about promotion fuck <laughs> when you are uh, released like I think the first city for Merak uh, uh i heard you guys like made an ep press kit reached out to, like magazines journals uh, journals or whatever to like write up articles uh, yeah. music blogs and that kind of stuff so that, i think that would be considered yes i think the competition helped a lot actually you know i mean i think if it wasn't uh, for the competition yeah. um we'd still be much further from the reach that we needed Yeah I think you know what even though promoting is like difficult and stuff I think it's one really really good thing about promotion advantages that is advantages is going out and actually seeing other artists play and speaking to them and jamming with them I think that is a really 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 beautiful way to network and promote yourself as compared to like social media But, I mean it's difficult to do that nowadays and it's right. too slow of a process in today's world it's um, it's it's been fun doing that and actually because of the live shows we have been getting a lot more people following us and knowing our music and like random people like this is one time i went for this to this random place and uh, for this gig and uh, this guitarist played some mad guitar and he he played it so well and i was just like mind blown by his skills and then after after he came he was done performing I'm like would you have some mad skills in the guitar like uh, i also make music and stuff like that he's like He's like, uh, oh, what kind of music do you make? I told him like, I think on uh, artist called Mirak. He's like, wait, you're from Mirak, and he's like, you, you and your sister. I'm like, yeah. He's like, fuck, dude, I love your guys' music. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, wow, that's, I, I know, nice. I'm glad you heard it, man. And it's, it's a really nice feeling. And I don't know how, like, I think it just organically happens if you just keep putting out music and just sharing it with. friends and and honestly most of the reach happened because people shared it with word of mouth because they really liked and they spoke about it they told other people about it so yeah. uh, i remember that time when i think he was still working in goa i think it was nathan who who he went to a cafe oh yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> so he went to a cafe in dubai to get some some stuff right yeah it was lunch time at work so i went to get some uh, lunch and i entered this uh, this place this restaurant called project chai wala it's like an uh, it's like a fancy indian place where they serve like chai for like 15 dollars 
<laughs> but I really wanted to have the, uh, have it, you know, because it was uh, I haven't had it in a while. I didn't plan to like go there. I didn't plan to go at that place at that time, uh, which is like one p.m. or something. <clears throat> but I go in there and then I hear some music playing. And I'm like, man, this sounds familiar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and I was like, I've heard this song somewhere. And then I go closer. I'm like, man, I can't believe it. This is actually Brandon and Belinda's song. Man, you know? that's amazing. Yeah, and I took a video show to the to them. It was from a Spotify playlist that was curated by some DJ or something. Yeah, yeah. The so the DJ, you know what's funny? So the DJ he curates gigs for Dubai places and Dubai restaurants. So is the same guy who is the label manager of this label, Boxer, and he has direct ties ties with these people, which is why ah. the music was on their Spotify list. Because I, yeah. I, I, we told him, and he told us like, oh shit, these guys, they're like, yeah, yeah, we know them. <laughs> small world, really small. Yeah, world. yeah. For me to be at that place at that time, and then hear this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a shot in the dark. It's pretty crazy. It's cra- so crazy. Yeah. I think those are like small goals that you like think about when you're like building your career yeah. and stuff. And like exactly when he showed me the video, I'm like, fuck, that's crazy. Like, like it's been played in some random place. And Ethan's just walking into a random ball. <laughs> Have you had that experience, Nathan? Like with uh, your music uh, yet? Uh, no, but I mean I don't because I don't really have a lot of music to begin with. Or is it because you don't have a lot of friends to begin with? Why aren't you? One sec, one sec. Can I just ask Nathan? <laughs> can I just ask Nathan this one question? Why aren't you oh, making or Why aren't oh, you making original music and and putting it out? uh if i want to make original music i want to play with like people who are really 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 advanced like uh, because i just don't want to release music have it online i want to actually want to play shows showcasing that music to do that i need to like find like a drummer or like a bassist who that i think are more than qualified or even better than me to be in a band with who need to have uh we need to be on the same page in terms of where we want to take the band what our goals are going to be um it just shouldn't be a hobby you know like it should actually mm-hmm. be a commitment so that's number one secondly uh if i want to make music i this kind of ties back with the previous point i really want to make it with a band that has a really unique identity who and is who, who and who is really committed to the craft and has been committed to the craft before because over here you find a lot of people just dabbling in music you know not really pursuing it full time per se or like it's not common to find them maybe they are like all underground and stuff but it's not easy to find them uh number of so so i really want to be in a band essentially i don't want to just make music and then have it live on the internet you know yeah because yeah, live yeah. I, i i need to play live i can't like uh you know just put midi keys or whatever on a track and then call it a day <laughs> Because I I need to feel that interaction with the crowd. Yeah yeah no 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 I know what you mean. And I, I, honestly, before I was opposed to it because I was a little shy. And, but yeah, I was doing live the first time. It then the second time, the third time, like started getting more enjoyable, and I was realizing like the potential of it. So yeah, live is great. Yeah, and or or like playing with other musicians in the studio, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. doing session work, snarky puppy style. Yeah, I love that mm-hmm. stuff. But it's hard to um, have that. It's hard to find those people. So I feel so like um, hopeless when I see like these these musicians that do fuck like snarky puppy. 
like you like like talk like it. so for me what i found really fascinating about like groups like snarky puppy and stuff it's like you know we think that music is just like getting all this music stuff right but it's not just that it's it's actually learning about the business of music right like so snarky puppy the guy he's a bassist he learned music and after that he started like meeting people and trying to sell this vision of like a band that they could play together and he had to like sell it like he had to figure out their incomes he had to figure out their like sustainability he had to find venues to perform live you know he had to set up you know he had to create those those studio settings where he gives headphones to every single person you know and he had to invite people like all of that was is a lot of effort and a lot of work i don't know who did it for him i don't know if he did it on his own but i feel like those things deserve a lot of um, attention yeah yeah you because know? you're uh, being an entrepreneur and you're doing all the work correct you're not just playing an instrument you you are a musical you are an entrepreneur if you're making music like especially yeah. if you're making it independently you know i don't know how you feel about it but for me life has just been like a series of unfinished projects you start something figure it out and then you give it time to develop and then you come back to it later talking about uh, unfinished projects right look at wow. this these are these are all yeah, songs that's... it's not like like released or anything it's just they're made and kept half somehow fade done so do you do you go back to them or do you just kind of let it sometimes i do and some there are some songs i really 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 want to put out man it's just that i started off making it so complicated that i know i have to put in that much amount of work into it to make it like do justice to it so there is <laughs> project that just like that left half way and like haven't gotten the patience and time to finish it because it's just too surgical sort of in wow. a way yeah. i mean the amount of work you need to put into one song is just it's crazy i'm still learning how to i'm still learning to yeah, appreciate that yeah layers 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 man it's like you like you just keep building on layers and different tones man that's like, crazy and you also need to find the spectrum of what i mean nathan knows a bit about this the spectrum of what instrument should fill what areas and how to yeah make it on an easy in tone the tone of it by if the tone is pleasing to it yeah yeah sashri like so many like after make, learning mixing mastering i just realized there's so much of control that you can have over the way it sounds and the way that makes you feel also yeah i i i lately i've been starting to focus less on perfecting the art of mixing and mastering you know because at the end of the day like i like i thought about it like when unless a normal person is listening they're not going to think oh i wish this uh, kick drum had extra 40 hertz that's <laughs> 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 so that's like okay yeah that can no, make so, sense as long as the emotion so it, is enhanced to mixing i think that's that's the, true but there, there are some things like say for example when you're recording vocals and you have like siblings yeah yeah that's true that's true that's true there's there are certain things that you would really benefit yeah. from exactly you would really benefit from Are, I mean yeah polishing it is not required I think so, I think many songs many of the better songs or best songs we know are all songs that are not polished and that are raw and rare, like completely yeah. raw like Porter said Radiohead like they're not they're not like polished they're clean they have this yeah. sonic sonics that break through the speakers sometimes like for the lead and stuff it works and yeah. works so well 
the paranoid android um, solo at the end it's, he goes off to you know it seems like he goes off to you and he comes back was this <laughs> anyway. pa- pano radio head oh radio got it got it one thing you you know like you were talking about how you just add layers and layers and layers like i don't know a couple of decades ago that was not even possible right we had maybe like five to eight tracks or something at a time yeah so what i i mean like now i feel like now we are discovering how to use those layers in different ways so for example jacob colia what he does with his layers is he just keeps building up layers of vocals and he just puts like 500 vocals or something and like that's one way to use those layers you know i mean i think for you i believe it's patching up different sounds and aligning different sounds so they happen like once but you just put a million different things right like with your edm sounds like with your original stuff like blue eyed lemon and stuff ah uh, is that how you use layers or are you experimenting with different ways of have you like i don't, I don't know if you've heard the song called snail jetpacks i have you ever heard the song called snail jetpacks that i thought uh, of yeah, yeah yeah i have i have you like so for example that song it's actually hardly any layers it's just a lot of silence and mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. gaps between the sounds and everything so mm-hmm. yeah it's not just layers 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 it's okay a lot of it's a lot of i guess dude honestly it's just a lot about feeling it through that's it it's as as simple as it is it's it's, mm-hmm. it's just feeling it through if it feels right like it's supposed to feel like it's supposed to come next or feels like awesome then yeah you're on the right direction move forward got it how do you like continue the progression of a song so let's say you have an idea and then how do you figure out like the second part or maybe the second section of it like and you're in my head like it just It'll okay. just piece itself together, and then I'll spread down. Like if very, if there's a riff that's halfway done, I'll just be able to like imagine the rest of it being completed. And I'm sure Nathan also can do that. Like it's, I we've we've struggled with that. So we have like an idea, like a loop. We have like a riff, but then figuring out the next part, it's just so silly. Like I have to no, think so much about it. It gets. Oh, you mean figuring out what comes next? Oh, you mean what? You yeah, know, that, like, where the, is it gonna go, and where does it lead? You know. And, you know what I? When I usually get stuck on something like that, what I normally do is I. So you have different elements that are going on the track. If you just pick one element to build on more from that whole list of five, six things going on at that one time, and prolonging that to develop on itself, like to to the next part, it will just it will automatically give you an avenue to stitch something around that and continue the song, and like. you know go That's for this cool. one method one method that i used to like sort of get through to it so how do you have yeah, to creative blocks how do you deal with those do you just wait it out do you just force yourself to try to do something i i don't know i just recently sort of like was riding the bike one day and i just discovered that uh, like creative blocks are you know not it's 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 like all these thoughts that are, all these musical thoughts are all just floating in the air around you and your brain is just you know um being a good host to these ideas and then it's enabling you to use these ideas once it comes to you so i guess when you're sick and all and when you're like when you have a creative block your mind's not 
in in a welcoming state to these ideas and uh, like because of that the ideas don't come through so i just feel like you know feeding yourself with i guess emotions like gratitude and wonder and awe like looking out in nature i think really makes a big difference because it just you know it sets your mood right and mm-hmm. the space right for those ideas to come back and enter your head i guess something like that that specific especially like when you start realizing what you're grateful for you you just end up being in such a high like wavelength sort of a thing and mm-hmm. just enable you to be at peak creativity mm-hmm. so it's something that just you know just reminding yourself that you need to be grateful that's it you're just going out being go arms like on the bike the other day and just like shit i'm actually breathing this air and it's raining and the cloud clouds in the sky look mad the colors are coming and i'm just like fuck i have an opportunity to like see this and yeah not talking not saying anything about it not describing it in my head but just looking at it and just you know i, I guess like feeling it directly sort of thing wow yeah it's just nature that's why i really like being in goa i think it's this nature like you learn a lot from it and you see so you see and understand a lot of things that like you cannot understand but it's just like my boggles you like how things being goa has been damn rewarding like i think if in your in the cities keep your whole life and you always say and you don't see if you're going out and traveling stuff that's that's perfect but if you're in a city and you're just living in a city it's so difficult to get ideas man it's so difficult to think out of the box and pretty interesting stuff like we grew up in dubai right we didn't have much mm-hmm. nature so do you feel like you have more ideas now compared to in dubai different ideas a different it's a different plateau mm-hmm. but it's just mm-hmm. i was very limited in the dubai in the sense that i wasn't thinking of these over i would call as out of the box ideas but i'm i feel like i am getting more of these ideas that i feel are like a different and not being not out of before even though it might may sound very close to it but being over here in a place like this you just get some really weird strange ideas that you wouldn't have or you have to you know actually think about them sometimes it's just like how did this enter my brain sort of a thing you know like where did this come from like it doesn't feel like i'm doing it sometimes it's just this input from everything else that's just feeding into and just i guess translating itself in its own way i i've struggled with that like i have a lot of like doubt when i make stuff you know it's just it's like i get into that zone and then yeah, that... like doubts go like no maybe not it <laughs> you know yeah i know i i ha- that's what i saw after this covid phase i had like a few four five days of this like you know the moment doubt enters your brain man like you just your ideas get the fuck out <laughs> it's like you know like i don't want to be here like fuck this shit <laughs> but uh doubt yeah doubt i think doubt is a very dangerous thought to have if you're trying to be creative and try to make something like you just need to because you don't there's no space for doubt man when you're creating and flowing like that there's no it's it's an obstruction it stops the flow immediately yeah i agree it's like doubt and fear right like those are mm. things you the may have killers killers of creativity yeah like uh, yeah, the constipation <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, dude, constipation so, uh, weirdly translates from a physical sense to a men- mental sense also. Like you know, usually you are constipated when you have a mental block also. Like the moment you like get that creative block out, you shit everything out. Like, 